This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. PJ, we were just having an in-depth discussion about hedging and futures and numbers. Oh my goodness, my head hurts. It is 6.20 a.m. on Central Time and we are doing advanced math, which is a little too much for me. And now we're going into baseball, which has a thousand stats that you can wrap your head around. You know, there's not even the basic ones just anymore. It's not just average. It's not just OPS. It's stat cast. It's how hard are these hits coming off the bat. It is the strikeout rate. How many numbers do you use when you handicap baseball? Because there's about a thousand of them. Do you feel like there are certain stats that are more meaningful than others? Yeah, I definitely think there are. I think the big one when you're looking at hitters is, uh, you know, OPS. Like batting average, I don't think means as much like in this day of age is are are you getting on base? I think that's a big one for the hitters. And then for pitchers, you know, especially when we're talking about betting, I, I like looking at strikeouts, obviously. Strikeout props are big. ERA, I, I still look at. I don't think it holds as much weight anymore, especially with with some of the new rules now from time to time. Um, and, you know, just uh, obviously now in, in extra innings and some of these teams just scoring runs and extras and pitchers getting hurt because of their ERA, some of those relievers and stuff like that, and betting over-unders, you can get screwed by that too when games go to extras. But I, not too much, you know, I kind of just go through the game log and I kind of see what pitchers have been doing lately. I look at the team's that they're facing, right? If I'm getting a dominant pitcher going against a team that doesn't make a lot of contact, I think, you know, betting a strikeout prop for that guy might be good. Or if you're going against a team that hits a lot of home runs and they're going up against a pitcher that induces a lot of fly balls or something like that, I think, you know, betting that team, betting some of those players to go over their props are a good way to do it too. Um But yeah, just mostly look at the game logs, Chelsea, and just kind of go by that. I've never been like the biggest analytics guy or anything like that. Right, because you also can get in a tailspin when Mm -hmm. you just fall like knee deep into some of these stats. Because I also think that you can make the stats and numbers. You can kind of mold them into whatever narrative you want if you try hard enough. Like we've all heard somebody that uses a stat that's like absolutely ridiculous. In baseball, it's like when the moon is full – on the second week of a month, on a Tuesday, this team is 9-2 and two against the spread. And you're like, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, we've all heard these trends that are just so yeah. out of the way that they don't even make sense. So for me, I try to narrow it down to a few OPS is a good one, like you said, because it also factors in guys that get walked a lot. Like, look at Jordan Alvarez, who is a power hitter who is going to get walked. Same thing goes with Aaron Judge. We know he gets walked quite a bit so that kind of factors it in because he's also getting on base that way and it does count uh when you're a team that is trying to score runs so let's get our stats together our numbers in check and go down the list and try to find some winners in major league baseball let's start in cleveland guardians and white Sox squaring off we've got cleveland minus 135 we've got chicago plus 110 total of eight runs wondering what we see from dylan cease in this one because It has been a fall back down to earth season for the young pitcher for the White Sox. Two and three this year with a 4.78 ERA facing Logan Allen, who's one and one with a 3.04 ERA. PJ, is there anything that stands out to you here? 
You know what's going to be interesting about Cease here, Chelsea, over the next couple months is obviously the White Sox are going to be shipping off some guys on the trade block. Cease is their most valuable option. I think he's got three more years left of team control. So maybe that's some motivation for him to start pitching a lot better as he can go to a contending team. Because, I mean, 4.78 ERA for Cease is just crazy. Um, Matt's telling us that his strikeout prop is at five and a half. I'm seeing four and a half or plus 120. I don't want to get involved in that. I, I was thinking about a strikeout prop and going under because, I mean, when you think of Cease, you think of strikeouts. But in his last eight starts, he has had six strikeouts or fewer. He just hasn't had the same stuff that, he's had here as of late. So I was eyeing that strikeout prop, but now that it's at four and a half, I just, I can't go that low. The guardians do make the good contact. Um, this is a stay away game for me. I know the white Sox have been playing better. I think of any team in baseball of teams. I do not trust. They are at the top of the list. If not, they are like two or three. So this is a stay away game for me. Maybe if that C strikeout prop creeps back up to like, five and a half or something like that, potentially get involved in an under, but I'm going to stay away for this game. Right. I think strikeout props can be difficult because your handicap can be right, but say he just goes deeper in the game and gets that final strikeout as you are hoping for anything but. Uh, but looking at the Guardians, if you're playing strikeout props, usually not the team to go against as the Guardians have the lowest strikeout rate in all of baseball over the last month, just 18% of the time are they striking out. But let me tell you, if there's ever a spot for Dylan Cease to possibly get right, maybe it's against the Guardians. This offense has been terrible over the last month, ranking dead last in Major League Baseball and WRC+. Plus. That is weighted runs created, which is the advanced metric that most people use nowadays to judge offenses. And back to the basic ones, OPS, Cleveland, dead last in the league over the last month. So this is not a Guardians offense that I'm willing to trust, especially at a favorite price. So maybe I'll take the White Sox as dogs today, even though that makes my skin crawl, just saying it. Because like you said, the White Sox have not been a trustworthy team. But maybe this is the time where we see Dylan Cease finally get a good outing under his belt. Let's go on to the Blue Jays and the Rays. We have the Rays home favorites here, minus 135. Toronto plus 110. Total set at eight and a half runs. Jose Barrios going for the Blue Jays. Three and four, four, six, one ERA against Taj Bradley, who's three and oh with a three, five, four ERA. We know the deal on the Blue Jays. It's been a tough time of year for them. They have lost five straight games, seven of their last eight, and the Rays have the best record in all of baseball. So it feels like a short price for this Tampa Bay team. Is this a trap? PJ, are you falling in? Uh, I know. I, I, I like the over in this game. I'm going back and forth on the side. I don't want to get involved in that. I like the over though. Chelsea, Taj Bradley in the four games he has started this season, they're three and one to the over. The Rays are in those games. Barrios has given up two earned runs or more in his last four starts. So I think we get some offense tonight. Rays have scored the second most runs in baseball of any team. Blue Jays offense has been disappointing this season, um, but I think they can score tonight too. So you mentioned kind of the hesitation around Barrios and again, that four, six, one ERA. So I like the over tonight. They went over this total yesterday. They scored 10 runs. I think they could get 10 runs again today. So 
staying away from the side, I would probably lean Tampa, but uh, I like that over eight and a half. Yeah, I think I would lean that direction as well. And the knock on Jose Barrios over the past couple years is that he has been way worse on the road than he has been at home. This game is on the road against one of the best offenses in all of baseball, probably statistically speaking, the best offense in all of baseball. Although I will say this, Jose Barrios has had uh, three starts where he has been pretty solid, two of those being quality starts, the other one against Atlanta, a power-hitting offense where he only gave up two earned runs. So Jose Barrios is one of those pitchers that feels like it could really go either way. So for that reason, I feel like I should not bet on this game, even though I would lean towards the over and I would lean towards Tampa Bay at home. Let's go to New York. Yankees-Orioles in a big clash in the AL East. We have New York minus 185, Baltimore plus 150, total of seven and a half runs. Kyle Bradish going for the O's, 2-1, 3-9-0 ERA against Garrett Cole, who has been fantastic this season, a 5-0 record with a 2-0-1 ERA. This one's tough because you have two teams that certainly can hit the long ball, but I think I'm still leaning towards the under here with another lean towards the Orioles on the run line to at least keep it close. PJ, I know you're an Orioles fan. Are you taking the O's here? I am, Chelsea. I am. I like them tonight, and I'll tell you why. There's not a better team in baseball than the Orioles at series openers. They have only lost two the entire season. They are excellent in the first game of series. I know Garrett Cole's on the mound, but again, that plus 150. Bradish, too, is the kind of pitcher that the better teams that he faces, he always pitches well. His best games as a pro are against the Houston Astros. Twice, he's gone eight innings against them, no earned. He was great the other night when he played the Blue Jays. Uh, He was good against the Rays earlier this season. You know, going against this Yankees team with Cole on the other side, I expect Bradish to pitch really well. I like your underlook, but I like the O's, too. It's 150. I think they get the win tonight. They're rolling, Chelsea, and they have a chip on their shoulder. They're still not getting respect from the sports books. They just swept Toronto for the first time in Toronto since 2005. They have the second best record in baseball. This is another big time statement series. The Yankees are three games back of the O's right now. So they know this is a huge opportunity for them to gain ground in the AL East. This is going to be an awesome series. But uh, I like the O's tonight, plus 150. I'm going to be a little bit more conservative, and I'm going to take the Orioles on the run line, getting the one and a half. Because number one, I do think this is a lower scoring game. I think points or points. Runs are going to be at a premium in this one, as we have seen this total drop to seven and a half. And also, this is a trend that's been really profitable for the Baltimore Orioles against the spread, which is on the run line. The Orioles this year, a blistering 18 and six on the run line when playing away from Camden Yards and overall 30 and 17 on the run line. So we know this offense can go toe to toe with just about anybody. So at least I think the Orioles can keep it close. Even if Garrett Cole is absolutely dealing, I think he can give up a few solo home runs here. So let's go O's on the run line. Let's go to the Dodgers and the Braves, an excellent National League matchup here as we have Atlanta minus 210 on the money line behind Spencer Strider, who's 4-1, 296 ERA this year, Dodgers plus 170, and it's Bryce Miller, the young guy going for the Dodgers. It is tough to go against the Dodgers on any given night, but with Spencer Strider pitching, maybe it's a little easier. PJ, what do you think? 
not only with that Strider going, but also with Bryce Miller making his major league debut. Chelsea, I actually think this is my favorite play in the MLB all night, and it's not available quite yet, but I love the Yurfi in this game. Yes, run first inning, because I always love betting when a rookie pitcher is making his first start, I love betting the Yurfi because think about how nervous they are, right? That first inning, you've made it to the bigs. You're going against the top three guys in the order. And poor Bryce Miller is going to have to face Acuna, Olsen, and Riley to start the game. Like, good luck with that facing those three guys. So I like the Yurfi. And look, maybe the Dodgers, right, with Mookie and Freeman at the top of that lineup, maybe they can run into one against Strider. But I am eyeing that Yurfi. I like it a lot tonight in this game. I think Bryce Miller is going to struggle in that first inning going against the top of that Braves order. Um, so, again, it's not available yet. And I assume it's going to be plus money because Strider is on the mound. So, excited when that Yurfi drops, Chelsea. It's, uh, it, it might be my favorite play, actually, on the MLB slate today. I think the squarest play that I actually like is probably the Braves in the first five minus a half. I am searching for a price because if you're minus 210 on the money line, it means like you're probably going to be laying some juice in the first five innings. But this is a Braves offense that has been really good in the first five innings against opposing starters. And like you said, Bryce Miller making his MLB debut. The Braves top five in all of baseball in runs scored in the first five innings. The problem usually comes with the bullpen. That is not a team that I really want to trust their bullpen. So the Braves minus a half in the first five is minus 140. Also would take a look at the over. Because even against Spencer Strider, I think that these bats, guys like Freddie Freeman, guys like Mookie Betts, they are used to seeing top-line pitching. So I think they can scratch off a couple of runs against Spencer Strider. Then you get the bullpen. So I think the over is probably a good look as well. Let's get on to the Twins and the Giants. We have Minnesota laying a buck 45. The Giants plus 120. Underdog winners last night. A total of 7.5. Alex Cobb, Sonny Gray. PJ, is there a play you like here? I mean, how about this pitching matchup, Chelsea? Two pitchers with an ERA under two. Cobb's 1.94, mm -hmm. Gray is 1.64. I don't think you overthink this one. Both of these guys have been dealing all season. The total is low for a reason. It's seven and a half. Whenever Minnesota plays, I tend to lean to the under anyways because they're pitching so good and their offense is not. Giants, same deal. So uh, I, I like the under again tonight. Seven and a half. Gray's been fantastic. Cobb as well so give me the under tonight in that Twins Giants game right and this has been an an under team for Minnesota over under record of 20 24 and 4 so would be with you on the under even though it's very low at seven and a half for more listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the Beck QL network the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts